0: Log Talk Radio. <laughs>
1: Madden Voice, 3, 2, 1, now. You know, I have to admit that I don't know that I could remember a more exciting week one of the NFL football season than the week that we just experienced. I mean, literally, there is no way we could do a show up to three hours. And I don't believe if we did three hours. That we could cover every game and every storyline that came out of this past week. There, there was just so much going on. So we're going to pick kind of the most popular items, and we will when we will go from there. Um, so it's Commissioner T. Madden voice. Welcome to the show. My um, brother is running late. He's got some uh, family health issues that he's dealing with, but apparently he's still planning on joining us. Joining us. I do see K-Star in the um, waiting. I haven't uh, unmuted him yet, but K-Star is on. I don't see Dr. Train. Um, This is kind of what goes on when we do a show. It's showtime and many nights. I'm by myself waiting for people to log on to the show. Usually it's K-Star. Usually it's K-Star that's the last one to call in. And Actually, I'm going to unmute him because he's actually the only one here. Isn't that that something? Um, K-Star, welcome to the Madden Voice. (laughs)
2: I mean, that was the best intro I could have ever gotten. Sadly disappointed that I'm the only one here with you. I'm the only one here with you. But uh, you know, also also chiding I, me for being typically late, although I'm early compared to the rest of these cretins we work with I who uh, didn't show up tonight.
1: It. I appreciate it. I I mean, all I ask is guys to be on time, and if not, let me know. Because it's difficult, and yeah. I don't know what to with starting the show because I rely on everybody to pull their weight, you know. Now, uh, actually, JB is now on, but he did say he was going to be late. Now All I right. see Dr. Train. So uh, let me unmute everybody. But I appreciate it, Casey. See, see when I give you, when, when, you know, when you're late, I call you out because you're usually late. Um, but when you're on <laughs> time, like you were, I give you your props. So let me unmute JB and Dr. Train. Um, like I said, J B did say he might get a little late training and just being trained. But welcome gentlemen to the match. Hold on, man, hold on. It wasn't that. <laughs> I have a legitimate I have a legitimate excuse. It's super legitimate. I was literally about to call in as I left my office and realize I forgot something
3: that I absolutely needed. the one minute that I would have made it on time for the show. No kidding. mm.
1: Listen, listen, yeah, bro, me it, too, all tense. the time. I get the, mm, wow. <laughs> <laughs> let, 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 let,
0: me, let, me, let me tell y'all something, and and this is just real talk. Over the last, since we last spoke, my daughter, Jayana, has come down with COVID, and I found out this morning that my wife has come down with COVID. We had to take her, mom Jayana, to the emergency room Sunday night at around 11 o'clock because she was having trouble breathing. And we was there until about four in the morning. It wasn't anything serious. She was really just having panic attacks because she was struggling to breathe. Lungs are clear. EKG is fine. And the reason why I'm late is she's finally starting to get an appetite back. And I didn't find this out until 15 minutes before the show. Wife is like, can you run and get her a pizza? Because she's finally wanting to eat now. And uh y'all, bro, you ain't even met her yet, but if you think I'm thin,
1: she's been her,
0: so the moment she says she's feeling like she can eat something, I'm out. So
1: I had to get that taken care of. Yeah, I I, I don't, my you 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 said you you, you you, you you, you you, you missed the cool. So you know, I was just giving K Star props because he's always late. And at nine o'clock, he was you know in the uh, you know in the in the He was it. I was.
3: I was calling in, man. Seriously, I was. I was calling in. I know
1: in. you what. I just was I coming so bad. I was coming. So, well, listen. Before I'll we get into every, well, let me just say this. I, I I would have said this anyway, but I didn't know that. I didn't realize I wasn't gonna send nothing on the air because I I don't see people's business out there unless they wanted to. But certainly, JB, you know, we praying for everybody and family My today. early told me everything, so. Um, not a, a shocker, right? Um, so I was gonna, I was gonna holler at you. So uh, you, you already know you got all our prayers, especially mine.
0: Uh, um, I'm
1: backing into the project. Speak. Okay. okay. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna lift up the show now, and um, we're gonna we're gonna talk some football. But before we talk some football, and there's a lot of football to talk. I do want to comment on something because I feel a need to um so as, as I'm sure everyone on you know all of the hosts knows, and I'm sure most of the people that follow sports um and 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 you know follow debate shows knows uh Max Kellerman is no longer on first Take. um had his last show a little over a week week ago about about ten days ago roughly um and, uh, you know, he, he did the classy thing of, you know, he's, he's, he's now joining Keyshawn Johnson and Jay Williams, and they're doing a show, and then he's doing another show on ESPN+. Plus, so he's got some other things happening. And um, so I, I started hearing rumblings that Stephen A. Smith wanted him off the show, and I didn't believe that. I did, I, honestly, I didn't believe that until I actually saw an interview and Stephen A. Smith came out and said, Let's, let me make this perfectly clear, yes, I wanted him off the show. And apparently, his, his, he's been wanting him off the show. They did the show for five years, and he's been wanting him off the show for the last three. And apparently, the producers this year agreed. And so, he, he repeatedly said it wasn't anything personal and he wishes Max the best, and Max is brilliant, and blah, 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 blah. But that, just like when sports teams, you know, you can't, you can't sit on your laurels and bring back the same team, he felt that their relationship on air had gotten stale, and it was time for a fresh approach, and time for a different approach. And so in order to stay number one, that was, that's what he thought, you know, was the best thing for first take. And so now the format is Molly will still be host, Stephen A. will be the the consecutive uh, continual guest, and they will rotate people from the sports world and from the entertainment world to come and sit in the chair and debate him. And he has drilled this point home for the last week and a half. He says that at least two, three times a show, come at me, you've been wanting to debate me, now you can, I'll be right here, I'm not going anywhere, et cetera, et cetera. So... You know, I started thinking about it, and I watched I watched both First Take and Undisputed as often as my schedule and my life will allow. And for those of you who may have forgotten, um, First Take was Skip Bayless's show, and Stephen A. was a guest. He would come on first. First, he wasn't on at all, and then he was on once a week. And it was actually really good. It was interesting. He was on either every Monday or every Wednesday. I think it goes every Wednesday. And it was actually really interesting when Stephen A would come on once a week. Well, then finally they decided to make it permanent where Stephen A, Skip asked him to come on and join the show, and he joined the show, and they had their back-and-forth banter. And then Skip left to go to Fox to create Undisputed, which is pretty much first take two, and he brought Shannon Sharp in. So now these guys are direct competitors. So the reason, and I, and I, I didn't I not mean this to take very long, but the reason that I wanted to talk on this is because there are so many different shows to watch, right? There's so many different podcasts, and there's, there's shows to, to uh, you know, listen to, and, you know, you, you, there's no shortage of shows where people are discussing slash debating what's going on in sports. Every show now has turned into some level of a debate talk show when it comes to sports, every show. And a large part is due to Stephen A. and Skip and what they've created in this market, even our show, which, frankly, Dr. Train and Commissioner Key were debating sports long before first take was on the air, <laughs> and we took that and brought it to the Madden Voice. so I won't say we copied them because we had our own on on. What I really wanted to say is I think Stephen A. Smith is full of shit. That's really where I'm going with this, is I think he's full of shit. I think Max is exceptional. I think Max is intelligent, articulate, he keeps it real, He's not trying to cater to guests. He tells it like it is, and I think Stephen A. was threatened by him. And when Stephen A. gets threatened by anybody, he resorts to demeaning and insulting. And he'll say things like, you, should, you shouldn't be talking sports. You should lose your basketball card. That is absolutely ridiculous. You should be drug tested. He doesn't beat them on the merits of, of the argument. He, he resorts to insults. And if you notice, more and more, he was insulting Madge because Mavs was talent like it is. I enjoyed Matt. I thought Max had a fresh, um, no, no motives. He's not trying to kiss up to a guest. He's not trying to be friends with, you know. He's not talking shit about the Cowboys and then kissing Jerry Jones' ass when he's on your show. He, he's real with his. Um, and I think the funniest part was when To was on and To said to Stephen A. I think Max is blacker than you. <laughs> so, I think Stephen A. Smith is full of crap. I think he was threatened. I think Max was coming at him. I think that they're going to find that first take is going to fail. Um, With Michael Irvin and Stephen A. do a great job together, but the continuous switching and all that ain't going to work. Mark, mark my words, that format ain't going to last. And Stephen A. is going to he's going to hate the day that he pushed for Max to leave the show because I think Stephen A. was threatened. He's weak and he's full of shit. And as far as I'm concerned. The best thing you can do when when you have talent is to develop it and make it better, not exile it because it threatens what you're doing. So that's all I wanted to say about that. I, I felt the need to get that out. And remember I said it, they're not going to stick with this format. It will change. Mark my words. And, by the way, if anyone from ESPN is listening and they want somebody to really, of course, they won't laugh because if I went on the show, I wouldn't be on long because he would get rid of me too. So never mind, I'm not even going to offer My services. I I don't. I don't need ESPN. Fuck. Fuck ESPN. Anyway, all right, gentlemen. Sorry, I had to get that off my chest. Let's talk some football. Um, Can we have a round of applause for that? (laughs) Oh, would you like some applause? Did you? Did you? can we get a round of applause? You know, and the only other thing I'll add is even A. should not talk football because his football analysis. sucks. So he's not bad with basketball, but his football analysis is terrible. It's terrible. It, 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 I mean, I really wish he just wouldn't talk football. Too emotional. And, and he <laughs> drops names to try to act like he knows what's going on in the game. Oh. There we go. A little background noise. There I, I would like to start at the beginning. I know it's Tuesday night, and the Cowboys' bucks was four nights ago. But, God damn it, I, I cannot, we cannot not talk about that that game. And, you know, Clint Springs. How about you, Cowboys? And, you know, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That was a moral victory for your ass. I don't want to hear this bullshit. There's no such thing as moral victories in sports. It's still a loss. You lose by two, you lose by 30. That is the biggest bunch of bullshit I have ever heard. There are moral victories. There are, there are such a thing as a good loss, right, a loss that turns your season around, or a loss like I said on the Madden Boys. I said if the Cowboys don't win, I want to know that we can compete against the Bucks. I want to know that we didn't go in there and lay down and lay an egg in game one, that we fought and we did everything we could and almost got the fuck out of there with a victory. Almost stole a victory from the world champ, from the GOAT in their stadium. I mean, I'm sorry. I'll take that over 31-3 to 3 any goddamn day. I will take it as long as they continue to play at that level, as long as every week they go out and give that level of energy and effort against every team, don't play down to the competition. Go in every week like you did against the Bucks. This team will be in the playoffs. They'll be in the playoffs. They'll win a the division, and they'll be in the playoffs. There's no doubt about it. So I just want to say I'm proud of my Cowboys. I, don't, you know, there's no at this point there's no need to get into the specifics of the specifics of the game, other than to say. Um, that Prescott isn't coming. That Prescott has arrived. I mean, can everybody just understand this for a minute? He hadn't played organized football, real competitive football, in 11 months. He did not play one snap in the preseason. They talked about his shoulder. Uh-oh, uh, this, this injury could linger on his shoulder. Uh, I think this is serious. They're, they're holding him out not because they're being cautious, because it's worse than they, than they told us. It's worse than we think. You keep an eye on it. Uh, His shoulder. Oh, you know you got to. You know he's rusty and he hasn't played. And you know you don't do that. You got to go in there and get snaps. You can't just come off eleven month layoff and play at a high level. This is football. You can't. You can't do that, no. And he's playing the goal. I mean, what are the Cowboys thinking? Oh my God! Oh my God! Uh, Excuse Uh, me. Hadn't played eleven months. Played. Tom Brady, throw for throw, play for play. So all I'm saying is Dak Prescott is not coming, Dak Prescott has arrived. Um that's all I have to say about the game. JB, you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna leave you without an opportunity to comment on that game. You disagree with me by all means, but anything you wanna add?
0: Ain't nothing to disagree with because we both said the same thing. As
1: long as they go in there and
0: compete, that's all we want it. And not only did they compete, they almost got the win. And and it's you know how they say, Well, did they win or did the other team lose? And if the Cowboys had won, they would have won. It's not the other team just lost. They've got them to commit four turnovers and over hundred yards and penalties. Um, they they played an outstanding game and I think props to, to Kellen Moore for the, the play calling, the um the way he drew he everything up saw a lot of a lot of things that we hadn't seen in the last few years a lot of creativity and uh, looking forward to seeing more of that so i was definitely impressed definitely proud but like you said we need to see that on a consistent basis we see it on a consistent basis y'all look out this is a a team that is not to be taken lightly so as long as they can be consistent that's all we really need right now consistency i
1: i am curious because k-star historically has been a hater um I am curious, K Star's take on the game. Hater of whom the Cowboys were Dak, and I've never been
2: a Dak hater. Uh, Cowboys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean the Cowboys—they played really well. Um, obviously, they had a chance to win the game. Dak was especially impressive, considering the layoff he had of almost a full year off of the game and. Uh, Went and uh, threw the ball competitively. There's Tom Brady, you know. So he he was really impressive. He made some great throws. I mean, he made a couple of bad ones, but like the fact of the matter is, he made some high-level throws throughout the game. He ran the entire offense. They abandoned the run because they knew the best way to attack Tampa was through the air. And they executed the game plan really well. Um, a couple of missed field goals kind of cost him the game. Yeah, you know, there's a couple of plays here and there that uh, obviously could have changed momentum of the game between the fumbles and, and the offensive. It should have been offensive pass interference, but I thought the Cowboys was really good, and they definitely put the uh, Bucks, um in a situation where they, <laughs> the Bucks had to, you know, deliver a game-winning drive just to win the game. So um, definitely impressed with the Cowboys. I do agree with the moral um, victory sort of thing, too, or moral loss, however you want to describe it, because, you know, when you play a team like the Bucks, you look at them and as they are, which are the world champions, and they're a good measuring stick for your, your team, and, and, and to see if you can compete or not, or if you could beat them or not, and I think that's a great sign of things to come for the Cowboys this year. The fact that they played them so well, and Dak um, was so great, so I, I thought it was definitely positive.
1: Before we move on, Train, did you want to add anything? The
3: only thing I will add, because everything is pretty much said that I wanted to say, was I was thoroughly annoyed with the Tampa Bucks praise after that game. Based on the analysis before that game, if you're going to go in and go into the game with the analysis that the cowboys are about to get stoned, but I want to praise Tampa Bay for oh they made a uh, they made a drive at the end of the game to to pull it out when it should have been a pass interference which would have likely cost them the game It kind of pisses me off here analysts after there analysts shoved their heads up Tampa Bay's ass as if seemed like they should have played better and they got caught and if the referee had a, had a, not had the flag down his up his ass then it would have been a win for the cowboys so i'm just more annoyed by the by the by the by that loss now i'm a football fan i don't like to see that That that's just that's just been a win i just hated all the praise that that, that tampa
1: bay got afterwards it was ridiculous game was great though there was one there was one guy who just retired who said, I picked Tampa Bay, but I think the game's going to be closer than people think. That was my guy, Drew Brees. Drew Brees was the only one that I give any credit to who said, I think the game's going to be closer than people think. And he was right. It was. And I agree with you, Train. And I don't even want to talk about the past interference. I mean, I agree. I hate it. Um, I think we just lost Train, but hopefully he'll be right back. Um, I hated the call, but, you know, it's water under the bridge now. But, um, yeah, I, I absolutely agree that, um, you know, to, to give Tampa Bay all this credit, you know, and, and you know, laud more praise to Tom Brady, uh, you know, coming back with the winning drive, you know. I mean, that's great that he did it, but, you know, like Shane said, and Shane, got you back on. Like Train said, um, if, if 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 they had called, what was clearly passing offense, clearly he felt it. I mean, i i I'm sorry—I've been watching this game a long time. That was as clear of an offensive passing of appearance as I've ever seen, and I, I didn't have to call. So, um, I agree. Good, note, good, good, good notice, but you know. We're going to move on. Dallas plays uh, uh, Sanford, um, uh, Los Angeles uh, Chargers uh, in Los Angeles at <laughs> 4.30 on Sunday. So it'll be a good game to see if this yeah. all a fluke or whether the Cowboys team is going to compete. So, um, uh, I might I go we'll buy go a on. ticket for that game,
3: Dallas. <laughs> hey, you should, bro. You should. I might go buy yeah. a ticket. <laughs>
2: that, that's a that's
1: good game. I like that that's that's a nice matchup. Yeah. Yep. It's the, uh it's going to be a hell of a game, I think. I think we'll see I think we'll see the reemergence of Ezekiel Elliott. Um I had to argue with people about Zeke. Oh, man, you pay the guy all that money and then you don't run him. Well, they're only playing the number one defensive team against the run from 2020 and you know, Dallas did what most teams should do. They they did what the offense, defense allowed them. The defense gave them the passing game. They took it. And, you know, and, and the last thing I'll say is, do people not remember that it was only six months ago that this exact same team can just totally destroy Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? Like, totally? Same team now. Same exact team, offense and defense. And it was six months ago, and you saw what Dallas was able to do. So, I just think the Cowboys earned some respect after that game. Now, their job is to keep it going. Don't let it be – don't go into L.A. and get blown out and then have people say, okay, that's the Cowboy team I know and love. Go in there and win. Uh, Now, this one you got to win. I don't want no good, but more victories over. You get one. You get one of those a year. (laughs) You spent yours. It's over. I'm going to start with the Bears. Um, you know, I, I I switched my pick at the last minute, and I'm going to tell you guys why. probably wondering why. First of all, I realized um, on CBSSports.com where I said, let's do the pool. You know, the pool that K-Star did not do at all. Um, my picks didn't save for some reason. I did them on the air, and they didn't save. And I I didn't realize it until um, the Sunday night football game. So I said, well, I, I already don't have – it doesn't matter now. I have no picks. I got Sunday night and Monday night for those two games to count for this week. And I had a feeling that Andy Dalton would go in and lay an egg and that by halftime, Justin Field would be coming off the bench and that he would rally them to victory in the second half. That was, that was what I thought was really going to happen. I was wrong, but we saw briefly what Justin Field was capable of. I, I want to ask Train his thoughts on, on the game, but mostly, really, the, the question is, is it field time? I mean, really, that's the question. Is it time? Should Matt Nagy pull the trigger? Now, before you speak, Shannon Sharp, who I do respect, said no that when you look at Justin Fields' preseason performance, he clearly isn't ready, and that Matt Nagy is doing the right thing by protecting him, finding his time until it's right. Um, but I want to ask you what you think, Dr. Jim?
3: I want to stick to the question because there's a million things that I could say, uh, but I will get, get one of those things out later. Uh, To answer your question, yes, it's time for Justin Fields. I'm sorry. Um, I love the Red Rocket, but uh, he got rid of the Rocket in in that whole phrase. Uh, No shots downfield. Everything underneath. Yes, he got the ball out quickly, looked crisp, looked clean, uh, but he also threw threw a pick that absolutely destroyed our momentum at the beginning of the game. The only excitement that you have on this team is Justin Fields being the starting quarterback. Other than that, there's no other reason to watch the Chicago Bears. But I say that as a fan. Why would I want defense play like shit? Andy Dawson throwing curl routes because that's what Matt Nagy wants. You can't extend the play because you don't have the capability does, but Justin Fields does. And there are so many plays that I saw that just went dead in the water. I'm just like, yep, Justin Fields would have extended that one. Yep, Justin Fields probably would have got us a play out of that one. I don't, I don't get it. Why I had to watch Zach Wilson play, Trevor Lawrence play, Matt Jones play, and I, 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 I don't get it. And fuck what Shannon Sharp is talking about preseason. Maybe he watched preseason out of a different lens than, than everybody else. So the preseason, I saw, said, yes, he's ready to play. Of course, he called the wrong shift on the line, and he ended up getting whacked. But all quarterbacks do that every once in a while, and he's a rookie. So it's going to happen. But his potential of what he can do on the field, outside his mistakes, outweighs anything Andy Dalton can do for the Bears at the quarterback position right now. And last, what the fuck is wrong with our defense? Somebody tell me when the defense arrived to the game, because I've been waiting for over 24 hours now for our defense to get to the game that happened Sunday night.
1: <laughs> what the hell was that? You're on a boat trip.
3: Absolutely the okay. more loud.
1: Okay. And then
3: I'm done. I'm test.
1: Okay. Hey, uh, I don't even know where to go. Um, (laughs) Anybody else want to comment on the Bears game before we move on to the Steelers?
3: Mm. Hmm.
0: I think
1: you summed it up pretty good. Okay. Let's move on to the Steelers, then. Uh, Let's do that. Well, I guess... um, K-Star, we were wrong. I guess you get a moment to gloat, so um, the Steelers pulled it off. What are your thoughts on the Steelers, um, what most consider to be an upset win over um, the Bills?
2: T.J. Watt, worth every penny. I'll tell you that. Um, You know, one of the things that we talked about was, Making sure he was signed so he can play on Sunday because we needed him, and sure enough, the Steelers did. He uh, left the two sacks, forced a fumble, and had a huge. Uh, we had a huge home recovery in the middle of that game. Peasants was. I think he had nine rushes or hurries on uh, Allen, and just the defense was incredible. They led the way, and T.J. Uh, Watt, obviously uh, now is the highest-paid defensive player in the league. Um, I think we can see why, you know, especially versus Josh Allen when. They pass the ball all game. there are repercussions for doing that when you do that against the Steelers. And um just proud of them. You know, the thing is, I, look, I like the Bills. I like Josh Allen. But some of the Steelers, the Mize talk, I just I didn't really understand it. You know, I mean, I know we play, didn't play well down the stretch last year, but it's still the same team that won at AFC North, which was tough last year. Started off 11-0. and I mean, there's room for growth within that team. You know, that didn't live up to its full potential last year, but we saw flashes of it. And I think we saw it again on Sunday and how well they played. And obviously there's still room for improvement, but the fact of the matter is to at minimum have a top three defense in the league and that's going to carry them throughout the year and make every game that they play, uh, they'll have a very competitive chance. And they should never be seven-point underdogs to
3: anyone. So can I tell you? Disrespectful.
1: Yeah. Please.
3: Okay. So, K, okay, so Let's not lose sight of what we actually saw last year. No kidding. You guys were like shit down the stretch. <laughs> like it was, it was really, it was night and day between the 11 and 0 start to the finish. And that's what people were left with. Like even into the playoffs, that's what everyone was left with. So no one had. We did. No one knew what to what to expect. Other than Mike Tomlin is still there, they know they'll fix it. So, first game of the season, you see the Bills kind of on fire preseason, what they're coming out with. However, that defense, that defense was lights out. And that defense was the key to that entire win over the Bills. Oh, and T.J. Watt is underpaid, by the way. Like, you guys owe him
2: money. (laughs)
3: That's flat out. I'm sorry. You owe you owe him money.
2: He <laughs> owes money. Yeah. That's
3: ridiculous. That dude was a one man wrecking crew. Did
2: so, you guys hear the story about T.J. Watt? By the way, about that contract.
1: I did. Yeah, like I texted um, to you.
2: Yeah. So you know, T.J. Watt overruling his agent uh, after they were secured the top, you know, bill for a uh, highest paid deepest player in the league and. I they could get more out of the roomies, but TJ was like, all right, no, I just want to get on the field and practice and get this shit going so I can play on Sunday and, yeah uh, know, sort of stuff. He know, is. Know,
0: that's good. I didn't hear about it myself. Uh, like I said, I've been a little busy, but yeah. when you hear stuff like that, that, that helps cement the fact that these guys are professional athletes and they want to get paid what they're worth, but they understand that it's bigger than just them also. And and his desire to want to get out with his teammates, obviously he wants to get paid, and rightfully so, by the performance that we've seen not just this past Sunday but over the last several years. He He's earned every bit of that and then some. But to make sure he's doing whatever it takes to get out there uh, and, and still get paid at the same time, I I, um, I I appreciate that. And I think sometimes that gets overlooked when it does happen. So I'm glad that you brought it up again. Definitely.
1: Yeah, um, I, uh, sorry, I'm a little off my game, guys. Forgive me. I was really tired tonight. I almost canceled the show. Uh, maybe I should have, because just tired for some reason. Uh, long work day. I don't know. But I, I'm I'm happy. That I, I appreciate T.J. Watt going in and you know standing up for himself and not letting the agents, um, you know control his future you know they work for you the fact that they thought they could get more money and he felt that you know look I want to go play and clearly he, he made a difference so good for him and I wish more, more players would do that you know because it gets to the point where how much is enough you know and maybe you could have squeezed a few more million out maybe but you want to play the game or not <laughs> you know the hell so good good for him Okay. Um, the other game I wanted to touch on, probably, you know, I, I, I know JB wants to talk about, um, well, maybe maybe now. I don't know if JB's prepared to talk about this because I know you, you've had your family challenges, um, you know, most disappointing mm-hmm. loss, biggest win. But, um, yeah, I got to tell you. Yeah? Yeah. Okay.
0: Whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready. It's all good. Whenever you're ready. Ready. All right. Well, let's jump right in, then. So, this segment is going to be literally biggest disappointing loss, or most disappointing loss, or, or biggest win. And we've seen quite a few epic games throughout the course of this um, this past first week of the NFL season. And I'm going to start off going with the biggest win. And, and, and this was a tough one. I, I thought about the Steelers and the Bills, and I thought about um, – about even the Seahawks and, and the Colts, but the one thing that I thought was the biggest win of them all, in my opinion, was watching Arizona beat up on Tennessee, and, and it was a road win for Arizona. They've gotten a lot of flack about the air raid offense, a lot of flack about how they peeled off towards the end of the year. But to start the season off on a note like this against a uh, a team that a lot of folks feel is Super Bowl bound or at least can compete with the Chiefs for the AFC championship, I thought that was pretty impressive. So hats off to Kingsbury and, 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 uh, and, and Murray and the whole offense. They, they, really, they really took it to them. And the defense shut down King Henry, which was another surprise. So that was my uh, biggest win of the week. And then the most disappointing loss, at first it was going to be watching the Falcons just get embarrassed by the Eagles. And then all of a sudden the Packers said, hold my beer and my shot and looked absolutely atrocious. Uh, at, uh, really on a neutral site. This wasn't even a home game for the Saints. This was a neutral site. And Saints fans, they travel. Packers fans travel also. But to look as lifeless as they did, even given the off season that they had still, I expected more from, from the Packers. So Packers are the ones that take on the most disappointing loss for the week. Uh, thoughts? And, and if anyone has a uh, biggest win, most disappointing loss of your own, feel free.
1: Uh, Man, I'll the only thing is. I'll say. Oh, go ahead, go I was just gonna say, the most disappointing loss was Krypton in the EAFL Fantasy Football League, losing by <laughs> less than a point. <laughs>
0: Krypton <laughs>
1: will and his auto draft team. That was the most disappointing loss. <laughs> auto draft team. Are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me right now? So we can just let the computer pick your team. And be a two-time champion. I'm just, ir- I'm, I'm annoyed. I'm irritated about that. That should never be the case.
0: Oh man! But anyway, that's,
1: not,
0: that's funny. I, I'm not
1: laughing. He's awake. I am not laughing. I am very,
0: very. very, very he on his up. game
1: now, y'all.
0: He's woke, boy. Won't uh, be right uh,
1: the fuck up. Um, <laughs> clearly, the most disappointing loss was watching that shit show. Um. In Jacksonville with the Saints and 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 uh, Green Bay, like I don't even know what who that team was, like that Aaron Rodgers. I don't even know who he was. Like I, you know, now we've seen Aaron Rodgers have bad days. I don't know if I've ever seen him that bad. Um, my first thought was, um, this is what happens when you you don't do the things that you should be doing. You know, we've got a, a Dak Prescott who literally you know, worked his ass off the entire off-field to come back and play the level he played. And he got Aaron Rodgers, who is that dude. And I, my first thought was, okay, somebody wasn't ready to play. Now, I don't think that's going to last. I think he'll come back with a vengeance. And, you know, this will be forgotten about in a few weeks. But uh, right now if we want to talk about, you know, disappointing loss and biggest win to me. I mean, Hey, I got to admit, I didn't see Jameis playing that well. Five touchdown passes, no interceptions. Maybe coaching is what he needs. Maybe Sean Payton is the, is the quarterback whisperer, you know. Hey, I mean, it's only one game. But you know what? We can have an overreaction, you know. we we can, Everybody else wants to put people in the Super Bowl after one week, you know. Everybody else wants to put Hall of Fame jackets on quarterbacks after one game, you know. So why can't we overreact and say, Wow, you know, look at the Saints without Jameis. Dare I say, could they be better? I mean, with Jameis, with Jameis in the were last year with Brees, since Breeze obviously couldn't get the ball down the field. I don't know, but that's that would be my game. Dad, um, train. I know you want to get in and say something.
3: No, you good. Only thing I was going to say is, man, th- those could have been those could have been vice versa, and it still would have been right with the. Uh, yeah. You know, most surprising win from the Saints and biggest disappointing loss in Tennessee. But i just going to say I like the picks, Those are perfect. Okay. You got
1: anything yeah. on this topic?
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean, my, my homers and Steelers is the, the biggest win. But, honestly, it's got to be the Saints game, in my opinion, just because of the uncertainty of quarterback then being forced to play away from their stadium and call it a home game, you know, turnover at Hall of Fame quarterback spot. Yeah, I'm good with that being the uh in my opinion that's the biggest uh, win of the week. Although the or the uh Arizona wins also super impressive.
3: Now I will say I'm kinda of the same Both T uh Aaron Rodgers' a little fuck up. Okay. Cost me two leagues. All right. Zero point <laughs> three two points, one point three two man. What the what are you doing? <laughs> I, I, I finally get an opportunity to draft your amazing, the bad man. And this is what you do? Fucking Packer. I tell you, his ass is on the trade block. I don't give a fuck who need him? I just need Justin Fields
1: to start. Someone y'all can have the bad. Okay? Just give me some.
3: Bro, him and,
1: him and James Winston change bodies. Aaron Rodgers is on the trading block. Are you, are you smoking? <laughs> Something strong while you're on the- <laughs> I am overreacting on the week one. Yes, I am. <laughs> okay, overreacting. All right. All right. I, I, can, I can I can get behind that. I can get behind that overreaction. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, K Star, I asked. I don't know. For some reason, I just felt. I needed I needed a hit, of bona fide, a bona front. And you said you could. Do so you have it ready? Can we work with that now?
2: Yes, yeah. So for those unfamiliar or newer listeners, bona fide, bona front, is a segment in which we look at player performance or sometimes team performance from the previous week and declare whether or not it's bona fide, which means you know sustainable, legitimate, or if it's bona front to where we're kind of just getting those top tees, blue balls, and it isn't actually going to plant pan out remainder of the year. All right. And so uh, for my bona fide and bona fide, again, I'm only look at one week of data here. But for me, um want to start with bona fide. And although the Dolphins pull off the win, I got to say, I think Tua Tagovailoa is bona front. Um, you know, his rookie year, not all that impressive just watching him play side-by-side versus Ryan Fitzpatrick. But even in this win versus New England, which Damian Harris fumbled towards the end of the game when New England had that game won, there was a really, I mean, god-awful interception where there was no excuse to throw this ball. I'm not sure if you guys saw it, but he rolling out and was, no, getting hit and just launched the floater up. that got picked off by New England, which let them even get the ball to have a chance to win the game before they fumbled. And the reason why I say Tua, again, is based off of this play last year where I'll play like Fitzpatrick and even in this game he was very sloppy with the ball i'm not convinced that he is a he, he seems to me again just okay one week is more of a see the guy get open throw the guy the ball rather than an anticipation thrower um obviously there's a chance to clean it up but right now i don't i'm not seeing it based off flash in this year so i think two is actually kind of bone in front i think he's cool of gold. Anyone want have a co-sign or response to that, or any opinion on Tula?
1: Hmm. I, 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 I'm uh, going to say that I, I'm just going to say I think it's a little early. You might be right, but yeah. I, I'd like to see a couple, few more games before I. Yeah, he's definitely not. Uh, he's definitely not. You know, if we're going to overreact, he's not going to the Super Bowl. There's no Hall of Fame jacket hanging hanging out there waiting for him. Uh, I guess I I, I want to see a little bit more. So that's where I'm at.
0: Yeah, and I was gonna say, thing. Um, just because his rookie year, uh, and I hate that <laughs> I didn't really know the playbook well. I hate to even hear that, but um, yeah, more so he was still, still healing up from that nasty hip injury. Um, there was yep. there was talk that we weren't gonna see him again. So uh, the fact that he's now healthy, I really would like to see how he does as well, and plus another year under that with the uh the system that they have in place they've got the weapons now so this should be the year but he's going to need a few more pounds this year before we can start to say whether or not it, it truly is bona fide or bona front so that's a tbd right now but it's a good one but let's let's give it a little bit more time to marinate before training
2: before you respond just one additional piece of context i want to add to that i was a little also worried my antenna was up a little bit Red my flags are slightly up because i noticed for Tina drafted Tua for them to be investigating and really trying to get to Deshaun Watson, um, I think maybe the coaches know some stuff that we don't. Uh, I'll just put it like that. For Deshaun Watson to be under investigation or, or with at least the swirl of controversy around his personal situation, for Tina just invested in the Memorial Ball pick a year ago to be exploring that apparently aggressively from reputable reporters. Um, that That also scared me off a
3: little bit for tour so we'll see uh I currently don't have any comment either way with that one. I'm not too yeah. um i don't have a pro- I don't have an issue with that with that right about now. I always like to see what what your both of them before I come in anyway your both your fide and your bona fide so Okay. Yeah. All right.
2: All right. Well, without further ado, my bona fide selection, and um, again, this looking at a rookie, but this is a pretty pretty uh, acclimated or prestigious with rookie based on what he did at Alabama. But uh, I'm not sure if anyone saw any of the Eagles-Falcons game, but Devonta Smith got the party started really quickly, really early in that game with a really pretty touchdown. Top six of eight targets for about 80, 80 yards, and he just, I watched quite a bit of that game just because of some fantasy interest. And he just was so smooth out there, gaining separation without a problem, um, being the number one target right off the bat, which is very rare for a rookie to do. Uh, from a fantasy perspective, he seems to have, again, we're only one week, right? He seems to have the highest uh, likelihood, in my, in my own personal opinion, to be the next Justin Jefferson of this season. Um, unfortunately, I don't have my fantasy team in the AFL, but it is what it is. Uh, but Devontae Smith, to me, is absolutely bona fide. I, I saw enough from him from a separation perspective and just how the teams already relying on him on a will perspective to have full confidence that Devontae Smith is absolutely bona fide, especially with how they traded up to get him after passing on Justin Jefferson a year ago. Um, so I think there's a uh, bright future ahead for Devontae Smith.
0: You know what? I, can, I will co-sign on that one. I actually thought that you were going to go and say Jalen Hurts to be bona fide because he's the one that got him the ball. Yes, like that's the one. Team.
1: That's
3: who I that's thought he was going to pick, too. I would
0: agree. I, I, I thought yeah, I'd go I mean, with Jalen I
1: mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, A little more time for him. It, it, I mean
2: a little more time for him, but, he, but
0: he's he's but on my you list. you know what? It's, 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 you were talking about Tua and how there was a package put in place for him. There was packages that the Eagles were trying to talk about. So yep. you can put two Jalen yep. in this boat, but I think Jalen, I was a fan of what he was doing came out of college. And then when I saw him play last year, and I couldn't understand what all this, this talk was about not thinking he was the one for the job, I thought he was the perfect one because he gives them a, a bit of a different dynamic that they hadn't had in a while. And he put that on the play Sunday. So I think I think they're both bona fide. I'm supposed to extra one, but I'm gonna throw it out there.
1: Um, Jay, I completely agree. Um, as a Cowboys fan, uh, Eagles got my attention. Now, you know, a guy out there that we both know that they're going to the Super Bowl. I had to. I had to check them. I, I had to let him know that I don't know again. And, you know, once the Super Bowl, um, particularly this year when there's an extra game. So, you know, there's <laughs> yeah, 16 more games to play. But, you know, he, he put it out there on his Facebook. And then, of course, you know, as all non-Cowboy fans want to do, talk about how it's been 25 years since the Cowboys did blah, 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 blah. Okay. I have no idea what that had to do with the fact that, you know, an Eagles fan is predicting that the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl after one win. Um, that's that's a bit much. <laughs> but I will say that um not let's let's be clear. Atlanta is not a good team. Okay, let's let's you know, let's put that on there, And I think we'll we'll see that again against the Bucks. I the Bucks are gonna mollywop them uh this coming week. So Atlanta's not good. But we didn't think Philly was gonna be that good coming into the season. So uh yeah, yeah, uh Hurts definitely showed me something and definitely got my attention. So we, we actually have them week three, Monday Night Football. Dallas, uh, first home game of the year, will be Philly. Thank God it's home. We'll need it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um,
3: train, anything
1: Smith? So what's that?
3: No, I was actually agreeing with uh, – I was with, just saying the train right that I, I thought, Yeah, I thought she was going to go with hurts
1: Yep. I thought, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. Is that it? I'm sorry, I was moving on, but that, that's it, right? Yep, now. yep, that's it. That's um, it for me this week. So, so the last topic for me before we go to uh, pick six is, um, I, I'm curious what you guys, are, what you guys think about the fact that so we just talked about, you know. Tua and and you know K Star said that Tua is uh, on the front. Uh, we will find that out, if, I think, in time. Um, the Patriots lost with Matt Jones. Um, I'm in the I'm in the belief that a healthy Cam would have won that game, and. Then we look over at Washington and the fact that Fitzmagic uh, will be Fitz this hospital for a while. Uh, he will be out six to eight weeks with a hip pointer, and they got to go with Heineken, Heineken, um, who I don't, I don't, I think there's a reason he was not their starter. So I'm just wondering if anybody thinks, you know, will Ron Rivera go and get his quarterback because. They were together in Carolina. They went to a Super Bowl together. Does anybody think that's even mm. possible? Because, it, it, you know, I heard this somewhere else, and I have to agree with this. I was actually already thinking this. There are certain things in sports. You know, you, you're gonna it's certain. You know <laughs> you, you you're gonna have the same thought as someone else. It doesn't mean you took it. It just means yeah, it's kind of a logical place to go. Um, if, if Ron Rivera won't take Cam Newton. Probably nobody will at this point. Um, so what do you guys think on that topic? Will, should Washington try to take Cam, you know, and if they don't, is Cam's career over at this point or is it too soon to say that because it's a long season and quarterbacks get hurt and, you know, I don't know, just kind of your thoughts on the whole, you know, Cam Newton and and and, and all of these, these things that went on in the last couple of weeks. Um, I don't know, JB, why don't you start.
0: Well I think with Cam, let's let's rewind back to last off season. It took him what, three months to sign with the Patriots and no one really seemed to drum up a whole lot of attention to him. I think that still needs to be uh brought up for discussion as to why it took so long for him to land with the Patriots. And now that there's a spot open with, with um the Washington football team, I think I think they should give him a shot. They don't have. I mean, you're in the NFL, the NFC East, a division that's really up for grabs. We all, we all know that. Why not give it a shot? It's it's you got an extra game this year. Your 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 starters down, and 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 Tyler Heinicke actually played really well. Um, I think that one game he had it was a Monday Night Football game. He went toe to toe with Brady. He played pretty well. Can you do that consistently? Well, apparently not because he wasn't the starter. But um, why not give Cam a shot? You don't really have anything else to lose at this point. Okay. Anybody else?
3: It just makes sense to me um, for them to go after Cam. I don't see why you wouldn't. <laughs> it just makes sense.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at. Logical, logical uh, fit. Any words? What do you say, K Star? Yeah, it's a logical
2: fit. It just it makes sense, right? So, and I agree that. Okay. Well, I uh, definitely definitely have some belief that if Cam doesn't sign with the football, Washington football team, then it's it's uh, future prospect prospect is looking pretty bleak because it's not with Juan Rivera when they have a. Quarterback injury and opening this early in the season and win, so I think this is a um, pretty telling sign for. If or if not, Kenyon will have a uh his old career beyond this season.
1: Okay. All right. Um, you know, and I mean, obviously, there was a you know, like I said, there was a lot that went on. Um, you know, one of the disadvantages of doing a show on Tuesdays by the time we get to showtime, a lot of things have already been really discussed and beaten up, and I kind of don't want to regurgitate them. You know, but Cleveland really put up a good fight. Um, you know, um, so that we didn't really touch on, but they put up a good fight, so they're certainly going to be relevant. Um, you yeah, know, it, it was just it was a very good first week of the NFL, and it really set the stage, and I think that uh, moving forward. You know, it's wide open. It's wide open. You know, the, 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 this isn't going to be a 17-0 and bucks just dominating everybody. Um, that's not going to happen. It's wide open. And, you know, frankly, I think the Cowboys, I think the Steelers, and I think the Bears, if they make that move, can all be very competitive this year. I think it can be a year that all three of our teams can see the playoffs, but the Bears got to make that move. They got to, they, you know, it's hard. Fast time. Got to make that move. It, it, right. see,
0: um, question. Yeah. Question for you, man. Yeah, I want to get just yeah. everybody's quick take. Is it just me or when, when y'all watched the Browns and Chiefs, didn't it feel like y'all was watching the Bucks and Cowboys? I mean, it, it yep. just seemed like almost mirror images.
1: Yep. I, I'll even go work, You know, last night's game to me felt like another one in that same vein, except, you know, the the, the Raiders actually were able to come back and get the win. Um, but I thought yeah. it was going to be another game where we're like, uh-oh, the Raiders looking like they're for real, even though the even though the Ravens won. You know, there's another team that we can look at and say, okay, David Carr, he's arrived, and, man, they're looking good. But they actually got the win, <laughs> unlike the Chiefs. I mean, unlike the Browns and the, and the Cowboys. But, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I totally agree with you.
3: I, I, um, I'm on the other side of sense there. No, I didn't think the Browns and chiefs were likened to that guy, likened to you guys game, uh, simply because there was a lot more expectation coming in this season for the Browns, uh, versus the matchup with the Cowboys to Tampa Bay. And, um, even though it still likely would have been somewhat of an upset for them to beat the Chiefs, um, some people would not have been surprised had they had they got them. The Chiefs had, you know, had to rebuild their offensive line. Browns had a strong, strong defense, you know, strong running game. So <clears throat> there were there were some expectations for the Browns to be tougher. Now I do agree with the. Raiders and Ravens, but the Ravens took so many injuries. <laughs> I mean, in a short period of time before the season started, that man, it, it, even still, the Raiders were able to pull out one that I, I didn't think that they would get.
1: either. Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, train. We're gonna have you bring us home with pick six. Um, we don't really have to talk about last week, Take six, 6 You don't want to. I mean, we really don't have to, you know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> you, know, you don't really have to. I mean, you, if you really have to. I can but, you know. You know what I mean? Tell the results. It's, nah, I can, it, man. Man. I, I, I can take it. I can take it. <laughs> I can go through it real quick. It won't take long.
3: It'll it feel like a blip. So results of <laughs> week one, big six. six. K Star comes in at the top time at five and one. Yeah. Good job, dude. Uh appreciate it, man. Dr. Trent comes <laughs> in at three and three. Little bit brother Jay at one and five and our, our Commissioner Our Commissioner T came in at oh and six. Oh Yeah.
1: Right, no, it's a blip. So on to week two. <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, look. It happened, okay? It happened. I had a bad week, you know what I'm saying? And um, y'all go ahead and, you know, it's cool. K-star, you rub your mouth. It's cool. It's cool. I had a bad week. Omniscient um, one, huh? You know. You
0: That's, damn you. Right. That's damn right.
1: Whoa. damn right. <laughs> 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 I'm be the omniscient one because I knew you were going to say some shit like that is Oh yeah, He's oh, so, baby. let's get it. All right, so we two pick six.
3: Um, games I tried to pick just based on you know make a, you know games I, I picked were ones I thought Were pretty challenging to pick. Like oh man, who's gonna win this one? Because it's still early on in the season and there's no you know you know zero one one and zero so. Pretty early. So, the first game I got is the Patriots at the Jets. Both teams lost week one. Both teams are running rookie quarterbacks. So, I'm just going to keep it in the same order. Uh, K-Star, J, and T, as far as the pick. So, who do you have, K-Star? May, 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 I, yeah,
1: may, I, like I, may I jump? Yeah. Yeah. Is there anyone who thinks the Jets have a chance? Yeah.
3: I'm just going to write all
1: in. One down, five to go. (laughs) Wow.
3: All right, next one. Uh, The Bills suffered, man, they suffered a tough loss. PJ Watt numbers all over. all over Josh Allen's jersey, <laughs> <laughs> but they're going. They're going to Miami to face the uh, Dolphins with the bona front quarterback. <laughs> so,
0: okay,
3: sorry. wait. I can, let me ask. Does anybody want to give Dolphins the opportunity to win this at home? Well, shit. Okay. I'm trying to make this tough. Really, I need to work on my pick six.
1: Like, nah, you got good games, but, I mean, we know what we're talking about. <laughs> we Uh do. down 40.
3: All right. Uh, okay, there may be some shakers up with this. Okay, number three, uh, both teams are 1-0. Oh. Uh, Niners came off a thrashing of Detroit, and the Eagles came off a thrashing of the Falcons. But the Niners are going to traveling across the country to visit Philadelphia to try to get win number two. Uh K-Star, what you got?
2: Ah oh, man, this one's tough. Um,
3: yeah, I wanna go to Philadelphia. San
2: Francisco going to travel across country for a second week in a row. Um, Atlanta coming in hot. I'm sorry, but Philadelphia coming in hot after what they just did to Atlanta. I think or Philadelphia surprises nice little upset. Their offensive line look good. Devontae Smith, Bonafide, and uh, Jalen Hurts making his case too. Man, I'm gonna go with uh, Philly, an upset. Which I believe it's an upset. All
0: right, Jay, you next. Yeah, I'm going um, San Francisco. And from what I, heard, I don't think they traveled to the Bay Area just to fly back to the um, to Philly. I think they went from. Atlanta, straight up the East Coast. So they're, they're still on the Eastern Time zone. Can, no matter what, I'm still going to San Francisco. They've got more weapons offensively. So. uh I want the Niners,
1: but I'm picking the Eagles. So I'm going with the Eagles at home.
3: Uh, I myself will go with the Eagles. Uh Niners suffered two injuries. Two more injuries. I mean, to start off the season talking about a team that can't stay healthy. Mostert is out. They lost uh Barrett, which was a, a good signing from the cornerback. Yeah. I, I, I like the Eagles. I'm by myself on that one. I agree. Yeah, think it all by Yostin.
1: <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> this one may be interesting. We'll see.
3: Um, both teams are 1-0. The Raiders snuck out of victory, you know, with the uh, man, a wide open touchdown in overtime when it's sudden death. Who the hell? Uh, I don't get it. But they are traveling to face J.J. Watts. <laughs> <laughs> <He> just- <laughs> is a bona fide defense. Uh, Anybody want to pick the Razors in this one? All right. Mike Tomlin, we are with you this week. We're sorry that we left you last week. We we
1: all apologize. Dillard's defense showed us something. Still defense showed us something. That's why I'm going with them.
0: Right.
3: Uh, This next one, I I, I was debating. I was like, this should be an interesting game. Like I said, I might even get it. So we got the Cowboys, who should have won Week One, still annoyed. Fucking ref, fucking Tom Brady of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Kiss my ass. At traveling out here to LA, they are very familiar with the LA area to face the one 0 Chargers, who managed to pull off a victory against the Redskins the week before, after this match went down with injury. So, um, around the room, K-Star, who do you got?
2: I'm going to go with Dallas. Um, I think they have the edge of some days' rest, right? They play that Thursday. Meanwhile, San Diego, or, sorry, L.A. is traveling back from a tough game at Washington. So, I like Dallas. I think both teams are pretty evenly matched, but I'll give Dallas the edge with uh, extra days uh, to prepare. And, um... I think it'll to be an awesome, awesome, awesome one.
3: So, T and Jay, I don't never really need to ask you who you got, but anything you want to
1: add. <laughs> I'll that Martin is, is back. Remember mm-hmm. Southern California cowboy country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jay? I, I heard Jay's partner did lose Lyle Collins. Yeah, exactly. That-
0: that uh-huh. Martin is back. I hate with Lell being out, but that is is big.
1: Right. I wish oh, we are. all put put Martin on right, right tackle because there's a guy over there that's coming, um, uh, Joey Bosa. Bosa, Joey Bosa. And, uh, I'm, not, yes. I'm not really good about Aaron Steele um, over there against him. So I wish they would really do that, put back out there right tackle for this game, even if it's just this one game. But they're not going, to from what I heard. But I wish they would. All right, go ahead, Trent. Sorry. Uh, this
3: this will this should turn out to really be a good game. Um, I, I, I'm going with Dallas. I can't that I, um, I can't see them going. You know, after their performance week week one. I can't see them going 0-2. I got a chance to, I was kind of following the Chargers in Redskins game and, and, uh, yeah, the Chargers wasn't completely crisp. They were, they, they, they were tough, but I think it's one game, uh, Dallas can get. Like you said, they are very familiar with, with LA. This <laughs> is their country. <laughs> Alright, last but not least, uh, we got the one and only Chiefs, who do what they do, pulled out a nice victory against against the Browns, who had the lead for the majority of the game. Against the Ravens, who came, man, at the Ravens, after a tough loss, and looked like another blown coverage in overtime, uh, loss to the Raiders. So Chiefs at the Ravens. Anybody want to pick the Ravens to get this done? All right, well, the pick six is in.
0: <laughs> Nobody can come around on anybody, this time. <laughs> Shit, I yeah. just want to get in a win
1: column. Can I get in a win column? fuck?
2: So, huh.
3: <laughs> uh, so, so, just
1: yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually
2: submitting my CBS picks right now, by the way. I I'm not going to forget this again. I'm going to just start doing this Tuesday night with CBS picks. Me so, too.
3: So just to round this off, on the big six, on five of the the matches, we are all on the same side with okay. the exception of Niners and Eagles where Jay is by himself and um, <laughs> the rest of us are with the Eagles. So <laughs> the next week's results are going to be hilarious. <laughs>
0: we all want, I just want that
3: we all want to do good.
2: I want that zero call. That's all. Yeah. I just want that zero call.
0: As zero ain't
1: all y'all gonna be upset. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Um. I think that's it for tonight. Good show. Um. Thursday night football. Uh, Red, uh Washington football team in the Giants. The ho hum who cares game, but we'll watch it because we're NFC East fans. And then back to Sunday, a full line of football games. Um, and I'm I'm just getting geared up for um, the the Sunday game will be good, but I I'm really waiting to get some Eagles to come to town. I want to humble them. I want to chop their feathers. But anyway, um, all right, let's go around with your final <laughs> thoughts. Start with Jv, Jv, final thoughts. Yeah, uh,
0: first off, uh, great week of football. Couldn't have couldn't have off any better than this. So um. Just keep on keeping this momentum that we got it what we're doing and then I uh, just uh, wish my wife and my daughter love you too hope uh, saying this and I'll do my best and just a quick PSA please get vaccinated if you haven't it, it helps to lessen the, the effects of COVID if you that happen to get it I just got over it a second time unfortunately and thank God I did get vaccinated and it wasn't as bad as the first go-round so Please do your best to be back and also wear your mask to wear your mask. Okay.
1: K-Star.
2: course, another week of football. T, I think we actually play this week in the EAFL. It looks like you're 20 points favored over me. That's fucked up. Uh, but, yeah, let's see what happens. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I was looking forward to another good week of football.
1: Okay. Back to train.
3: Blue Brother Jay, man, prayers of uh uh family starts to feel better, man. Uh COVID is no joke. Um, yeah, people still are not taking it seriously. I don't know why, I don't know what they're waiting on, but uh definitely hope you guys feel uh feel better in your household, bro. Uh prayers with your family. Um it was an exciting week of football. It, it it really was. That was some really cool games. I, I love the beginning of the season because you don't have no clue who's going to do what, and this is going to last for at least another three four three four weeks. Old before things start to, before we start to see some people try to rise, some of the cream rise to the top. But you never know. It's a roller coaster for the football season. Lastly, man, real
1: talk. Dang, stop this bullshit, man! Will you please start, Justin? Fields? I can't take this, man. This shit makes you want to <laughs> cry.
3: You got a convertible?
1: Oh no, no. What can I call him? Give me, give, no, give me, give me a
3: Stepper from the convertible. Can I call him
1: a Bentley? Give me a car. Give me something. Guys, just give me. You, know, you like Aston Martin, man.
3: Aston uh, Martin. Martin. I think you got a Aston Martin. I'll take it. Aston Martin. Sitting, I'm gonna describe you how it. it's sitting in the garage with some boxes on top of it for stuff that you hadn't unpacked after you had moved it to the house two years ago.
1: What <laughs> the
3: fuck are we doing?
1: Ugh.
3: I can't. Hey, hey, train, you
2: know, know what's funny
3: about this? I was watching,
2: just to co-sign this. I was watching the game with my girlfriend, right, and um. She went to Purdue, and so she's familiar with Justin Fields beating shit out the board, the board of the Boilermakers at Ohio State. And she was watching the game, and, and even she was like, they're not starting to Justin Fields? I'm uh, like, no, honey, they're not right now. And, like, she saw him score the touchdown. She's like, well, why? This doesn't make any sense.
1: <laughs> even, you know, even she
2: could see it visibly that, like, there's just such a difference in playmaking ability and, and just talent. Like, it's just, it's, just, it's just so obvious to anyone.
3: I absolutely wish Matt Nagy was not our head coach with Justin Fields as our quarterback. You, you you are hurting our team. Your play calling is probably one of the worst in the league. And um, yet I got to deal with it for, for another season. Um,
1: hold me, guys. Hold me tight. Hey train, there is there is there is a light. So history, right? So in 1986, I don't even think K Star was born yet. In 1986, I owned a, boy. A, a Chevette. A In 1991, I owned a Corvette that happened to be a 1986 model. The reason I mention that is they're both vets, just like you have two quarterbacks. One is high performance, one is not. <laughs> um, I made the switch. Hang tight, the switch is coming. It's coming. It, it may not be as quick as we wanted it, because I told you I would have started him, or I would have at least, by, by halftime, he would have been in. But I'd give it one more game. And 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 they're gonna just say okay, take us to the promised land, baby. So hang tight, bro. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Um, all right. I don't I don't really have much to add other than uh, I apologize for my my um, energy not being I I think next Tuesday I'm gonna have an old man nap before the show. I can recharge my 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 fuel tanks, um, so I can I can be a little more energetic. But, um, hey, good stuff, appreciate you guys uh, and, and that's really it Good luck in, uh, in fantasy football Good luck uh, on Sunday I'll say what I say next year We're going into week two Before you know it, it'll be Thanksgiving And before you know it, we'll be heading into the playoffs It's going to fly by, enjoy it while we got it Football is back, fans are back in the stadium Enjoy it And like I always say, all views are settled on the field See you next Tuesday night Good night, everybody bap bap